In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Ring, ring. Hello. Ring, ring. Hello. We've got a bad connection. <laughs> Charlie, the like, for always a safe bet. Yeah, I don't care how old it gets. It's still my favorite. It's one of my favorite YouTube things of all time. Oh, I don't not- care if my friends think I'm crazy because I quote it. Because I do. A lot. Well, I learned that apparently there's over 75 years worth of YouTube videos that go live a day. So 72. If- years, excuse me. Uh, so if it's 72. 70- years worth of videos that go live a day and that is your best of all time that's that's pretty telling that's that's there's a lot of content out there now that's at one point i don't know if that's the case now but hi how are you also joining us rcmp (laughs) jlb it is me it is me c'est moi c'est moi monsieur jlb what's going on guys doing the same old same old and what is the same old same old practicing that social distancing, wearing that mask, and uh, washing those hands as well as your body, because you should not forget to wash your body as well. Um, and that's it, guys. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you're getting. And uh, it is what it is. I'm doing good. Gonna wash that body all day. Dance me. So, sorry. Was that Justin what Timberlake? What the fuck kind of language was that? Justin that... Timberlake. No, hmm. not you. Him. What? Is that, is that the language you guys, you Canadians speak in Canada? Canadians. Well, it's it's the language that many, many Quebecers speak. And it's the language that uh, also a lot of people in New Brunswick speak. It's Wait, also did, a you, la- did you just admit that you're a Quebecer? I, I am from the province of Quebec, so that technically makes me a Quebecer, whether I like it or not. It is what. <laughs> uh, so, for those who don't know, before we get into FBI, um, JLB sent us a video uh, complaining about a fellow Quebecer who, <laughs> well, you didn't really complain. You complained afterwards. The video didn't complain. Um, a Quebecer who decided to impersonate one Bray Wyatt and the Firefly Funhouse, which might have been the worst impersonation I've ever seen in my life. And he did it. And he's look, he, you could tell uh, English is not his first language. And um, French obviously <laughs> is. Now, look. And I get it. Because I, I hear French people trying to speak English all the time. And look, whatever. <laughs> is at least they're trying you shouldn't you know make fun of anybody doing it but i am sorry if you're gonna make this video <laughs> i would have much preferred it you would have done it in french you know it would have been original i i do give him kudos on his video editing skills that was well done uh but gee golly man um <laughs> uh, was just was horrid um but it you know bad it was bad. At least, you know, whatever. He put it out there. Kudos to him. I, I don't want to be negative in that regard because it still takes guts to put it out there. And But man, like, I'm not going to go and try and do that in French because I know my French is horrible. But 
Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, in his defense, your English isn't all that great either. That's that's valid. The very, uh, very good point. So, you know, who am I to complain? But, uh, you know, that's that's what the Internet is for. Right. So (laughs) I loved I loved watching it. I was like, wow, this is so bad. Yeah, certainly cringe. That's for sure. Anyway, sorry. I just thought the fans should know about that hilarious video. Look up hilarious Quebecer does. Bray Wyatt. I mean, heck, we could post a link on the uh, on the on the doobly doos below because it would give him more fans. So I'm sure he would appreciate it since we just made fun of him a bunch of times. Um, but uh, I don't think we made fun. Really- I think we made fun with him. I think he. I think he knows that it was it was entertaining. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. I'll uh, I'll agree to that then. So on to this fantasy booking though. Um, <laughs> I was just sitting back here letting you guys debate that back and forth. Uh, <laughs> so I decided, hey, you know, we got a podcast to do as well. So yeah, just uh, just a reminder to everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnesco Podcast Network. So make sure to head over to tatnesco.com, check out the shows on the network. If you are new to this particular show, the premise is really simple. We're going to take turns challenging the others to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling we don't discuss them in advance we don't tip each other off so we can plan all of our answers are going to be made up on the spot and uh i would also like to remind everyone to like share and subscribe um easiest way to make sure we continue to grow is sharing us with your friends um and you can head over to patreon.com slash raw order wbu if you want to support us there as well we get a lot of sweet perks over there like uh discord server commercial free episodes voting for classic pay-per-views all of that stuff um for if you're a member of our patreon so but we hell are gonna... yeah yeah hell yeah give me a hell yeah <laughs> pop a couple steve weiser oh. yeah well there's us making an impersonation that's also terrible. Yes. Bottom line is we're terrible at it. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> that was actually probably the best one we had. Good job, JLB. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. You brought us up to mediocrity. That's what I did. <laughs> but <laughs> moving forward. We will JLB go ahead. Reserve the right for the first one. So mm-hmm. we're gonna let him have it. Bring it on, JLB. Alrighty, so <sighs> there's not a lot of tag teams anymore, seemingly in the WWE. Um, we've seen the Iconics no longer be iconic anymore. Uh, there is rumors that one of them is actually leaving the WWE. I forget which one is which, but I believe Vince likes Bailey, uh, not Bailey, but, uh, uh, Peyton Royce. That's Peyton Royce. Okay. Billy Kay, I think is the one that's supposed to be leaving yet. I'm still saying that name wrong. Um, and obviously, you know, they've broken up. Um, we've just seen them break up a lot of tag, broken up Sasha and, um, Bailey that we just saw. FYI, Sasha Banks is now in the new Mandalorian season two. The trailer just came out craziness. Not only is she the legit boss, uh, the blueprint, but she's also the Jedi. So she'll probably fail depending, defending that title too. Oh, wow. Hey, she already has a better career than the Miz and Triple H. So, what does that tell you? I don't know. We haven't seen this season; hasn't been successful yet. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He's got. I mean, wait, how are you saying better than the Miz? Because the Miz the has Miz been the Marine seventy-four times. Doesn't count as even one good movie. So, doesn't count. 
Well, A, Mandalorian's not a movie, it's a series. Uh, B, Marine's gonna Mi- be. Miz has two successful series, Miz and Mizzes. And Cannonball, or whatever the new ones wipe out. I don't Hold know. up. Let's back that up. Miz has like 17 successful series. Road Rules versus wow. Real World. True, and true. Real World. And WWE Raw. And WWE SmackDown. I wasn't including and... the WWEs, but your point is taken. But then Sasha Banks would have that too. Yeah, so she mm-hmm. has three. Yeah, but not the... the but she four has two. NXT. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and, you know... Miz actually has NXT as well. So he, was, yeah, he wasn't on NXT, was he? He was a mentor was on NXT. That's right. He was. Yeah. And then, which, by the way, was he an amazing. Mentored one of the greatest champions of the modern era that I don't like. So, <laughs> see, see. But, but again, I point out, you're saying she's successful, but the show hasn't premiered yet and won't for over a month. So, now. Now, I think it's a safe bet, but I'm just saying that these eggs haven't hatched yet. That's all I don't Being in a series with Baby Yoda, yeah, failing would be the equivalent of failing in a match against Kenny Omega. I, I, I would say it's probably a very safe bet, yes. But I will also say we don't even know how big her character is. We don't. Absolutely. You know, absolutely she could right she could appear in one episode and get killed off, you know, failing to defend her title. And uh, <laughs> and we don't technically know that she's a Jedi either. We just see her in like one of those clothes kind of thing, uh, or hoodies kind of deal. But we don't actually know if she's a legit. So she could be a pretend Jedi. Yes. Or she can just be a mysterious person lurking around. That's I don't know. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. But I was just kind of more alluding to the I, fact that I will I will point out that Ed Sheeran had a small part in Game of Thrones, and that doesn't make him worth us talking about his acting career. Okay. So, Ed Sheeran, the Viking. Yep, yep. Hey, you know, Edge has had a very successful run on a very successful TV show. So, you know, I think he still tops on that. Well, I would say... Are you seriously talking about the awesome, the podcast of awesomeness, or... No, I'm talking about Vikings. Oh, okay. He has a long-running... Yeah, Triple H also had Blade Three. Technically, that was a big hit ish. So that I would say, <laughs> and got to be the subject of my favorite insult of all times. And I am not going to repeat it on this podcast because that would definitely get us a mature rating, and we tread that lightly. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> but but so go ahead, continue with your tag team challenge or whatever. All right, so there's not a lot of them. Um, I, I There's more. I wanted to mention all the tag teams that recently just got split in the last month. Uh, and for some reason, all in my head right now is just uh, Banks and Bailey and the Iconics. But there was definitely a few more. Um, Theoretically, and, right now, New Day is. New Day, yeah. But so New Day. Maybe definitely. you're only talking women. I don't know. Well, no, I, uh, I'm not. I'm just talking about just all tag teams in general. There's not a lot. In reality, we only have like two on each brand. Um, so, okay, well, Street Profits, you got the Viking Raiders. Uh, uh, but uh, just to Jason uh, Cesaro. Yeah, just to jump in here, we're not going to have the Viking Raiders for about a year. So, uh, reports have it that Ivar needs neck surgery and might not 
be back for at least a year. Oh, damn. Okay. So we're out another tag team. So another tag team. And I found myself watching Raw. And uh, they were saying, oh, there's a tag team match. And I didn't really hear the name when they were promoting it. And I'm like, wait, who are the tag team champs? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, the Street Profits. And then I'm like, wait, who are the SmackDown tag team champs? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Shinsuke and Cesaro. And I felt really bad. One, Shinsuke and Cesaro certainly deserve those titles. Um, and they are entertaining. I do like the whole Shinsuke spiel. But I just don't find myself caring. I don't know if... I'm the only one in that, but I just find there's not a lot of whole lot of storytelling, uh, at least in the tag team portion of things. And so my fantasy booking was going to be for you guys to essentially build me a tag team brand. Vince says, you know what? We don't have a lot of tag teams. I messed up. I done split everybody up. They, I realize now there's some good S word and uh, I want more tag teams. So if you were Vince's top head writer and he asked you to build tag teams for whether it be Raw or SmackDown, um, I would like you to put essentially two single wrestlers together and ultimately build you some tag teams for the division and why essentially it might um be good for the division to help the tag team division flourish uh, a heck of a lot more than it, than it already hasn't. So kind of build your tag team division for Raw and SmackDown because there's certainly uh, lackluster in that right now. Okay. And just to clarify, you're wanting us to build with current WWE wrestlers, not bringing in other wrestlers, correct? Yeah, sorry. No all time, no bringing in other wrestlers yeah. within the active roster. Okay. Do we do this as a team together, both of us, or each of us picks like three teams we'd make, or how, how do you want to? Okay, yeah. To how make do you want to qualify completion? Each of you would pick one wrestler for each tag team. And how many tag teams are we making? Uh, you're making, let's say, two for each brand. And I'm just saying Ron SmackDown, because I think NXT already has a good chunk of tag teams, if my memory serves me correctly. They do okay. Yeah. There's no A-dubs, but they do okay. So All right, you want to go each, first, man? We're each picking one, and uh, sorry, I was opening up a spreadsheet to keep track. How many total tag teams are we making? Four. Two, four. Two for each brand? Okay. So, two, two, one second here. I got to get to a sheet I haven't used on this here spreadsheet. Boy, I need to up the raw roster just to make sure I'm not, you know, foobar in this. Uh-huh. Shall we start with raw? Yeah, sure. We can start with raw. Okay, you want me to go first? Yeah, that's fine by me. Ray, uh, I What was that? I was going to go uh, p- pick a number between 1 and 10. 9. Fabe? 8. Oh, snap, you got it right on the nose. 8 it is, Fabe goes first. Or Fabe picks, if he wants to go first or next. Fabe? Sorry, I had to start the rent cycle on my washing machine. Oh, okay. You want to go first or next? Uh, you know, I I think I think uh, on Raw, I'll let I'll let uh, Smarks go first. Okay. Then SmackDown, I can go first. That's fine. So for my first member of a tag team on Raw, I think this will I think this will be good for. Do they have to be active right now, or can they be injured and coming back at some point? I guess they could be injured and coming back, but essentially active, currently on contract. With yeah, WWE. okay. So then that answers my, my question. For my first pick for Raw tag team, gender. Mm. 
You're making me somebody pair somebody with gender. Here's the thing: I don't think gender's a bad wrestler. I th- don't think he was worthy of being the WWE champion. Um, but if they wanted to give him an extended run with the IC belt or tag belts with the right tag partner, you know, he's not a horrible wrestler. Uh, there's, you know, looking through the raw roster, there's a bunch of wrestlers that I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Uh, plus, he's a big guy. He'd get Vince McMahon on his side again. You're going to pay for this when we get to SmackDown. <laughs> um, Gender is going to join. Is going to join. He's not on the raw roster. Yeah, he is. He's yeah, just yeah. inactive because he had uh, knee surgery recently. Oh, there he is. Okay. Riddick Moss. Oh. Not see okay. see the thing is uh that's not actually a horrible place for Riddick. Uh, I don't I'm not a Riddick Moss fan myself, but part of what he needs is someone to be with him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He and so being in a tag team definitely could help. Okay, especially with a former WWE champion. Mm-hmm. He's still kind of impressing me. Uh, Raw Underground. My theory on on that those two together. I think you call him the Roid Rage. <laughs> See, I'm fine with that, but we know Vince wouldn't do that at all. No. Uh, or you can just call him Rage. I would also be interested in your actual tag team name. So it's up to you. If you want to build how they would go about it, or if you want to give them a tag team name, essentially. Uh, I don't know on a tag team name, frankly. <laughs> I, I would just call it Gender Moss. <laughs> or J Moss. I mean, that's fine. That is so much to think of on the spot. But, Moss uh, but I like I, I go through the raw roster and there are a lot of people who could probably make a heck of a tag team, um, but I think deserve to be solo for at least like Andrade and Angel. They've had them together as a tag team a lot recently. It's time for them both to have main roster run solo, in my opinion. Kind of the same thing with, you know, scrolling down Mustafa Ali. You know, he gets lost in the tag divisions. He gets lost in the the 205 live they need to give him a run um a serious run so that's where i'm like uh-huh, geez um kind of the same thing with you know unfortunately i'm i'm probably going to go against that exactly right now because the only other name that jumps out at me as someone who desperately needs a run um you know and and tag team i think robert rude this will be glorious i was gonna say <laughs> Um, glorious, isn't he? He's young. Uh, I, he is I think. I think the obvious move with Robert Roode is Dolph Ziggler. Oh, look at you go, Limo Potatoes. Okay, what? A tag team already? Um, sort they of. they had they, a tag they, team for a short period, and then they didn't, and then it was never spoken of again. I just think it's the obvious move amongst that roster. I Fair. mean, you could put him with Joe, but that that's just waiting for an implosion. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have a Seth. I don't have a whole lot of others that I would do um, there either, because like I go through this and like I don't want Roberto. Apollo Cruz. To <laughs> in Jason a, Jordan a, back with him, you know, like I don't. Ziggler, yeah, but Jason Ziggler. Jordan. Guess you could do Dominic Mysterio as the tag partner. Oh, stop it! <laughs> we want Dominic Mysterio there as a singles competitor. Uh, we want Dominic Mysterio to go to NXT and not even be on NXT. Maybe to evolve. I want Dominic's Mysterio's uh, sister to be have something with Murphy because I would love to see her on TV more often. Uh, they they're teasing something. The way she bent down and acted like she was sorry to him on Raw. 
Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that could just be like, hey, you know, like she's, yeah, I ma- I would imagine it's got to be storyline based. But I don't know. That could have just been kind of like, a, oh, are you okay? Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, the camera was too tied in on that for it to have been an accidental thing. It was 100%. She's going to bend down and we got to make sure that the camera catches her showing. Anyways, that's beside the point. We should move on to SmackDown. Okay, so I'm going first on these, and I told you I was going to punish you for this. Mojo. Oh, snap. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, now I just got to find someone for him to suck with. (laughs) (laughs) No, in reality, I'm just trying to decide. um, Reports have it Lars Sullivan is almost back, and I think that might be the best thing for him. Uh, to have a tag partner for a while so he gets used to being on the main roster, help to get over his his nerves, his anxiety. So There's a I ton think of Lars. tag teams in, in SmackDown. They should really use it more. Yeah. Holy cow. Anyway, going forward. So so you're putting Lars Sullivan and Mojo together? Yep. That's 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 unique. That's different. I like that. Mojo Jojo would be the name Mojo of the tag. Mojo Jojo. All right. And for the other one, there's a ton that are already, but I, I'm going to go ahead and devalue a wrestler whom I don't like. I don't know. I feel like a women's tag would be a good idea here, but it, women's tags get defended over all brands. And so there's plenty with NXT if they just start using the NXT artist mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. I don't know why they just don't cross brand them already. Like the NXT to just yeah. start using them more on each brand. Cause clearly you like either don't have enough wrestlers, too many are injured. Or you're just not using a lot of people. It's really weird. So um, I'm going to use none other than Matt Riddle. Just so he stops being in the single scene and maybe I can be less annoyed by him. Bro. So now I've got to decide which way I want to go with this because I've got a couple. That's where where I thought you were putting with Mojo Raleigh to make the most annoying tag team ever. No. No. But like, like I've got a lot of kind of ways I could go with that. Um, but I'm just like, ah, oh, geez, because like part of me is like Elias uh, could be a good foil to the laid back bro style. But I don't know if I want to pair Elias. It's tough because there, like I said, there's already a lot of guys who are in tag teams there mm-hmm. on SmackDown. In fact, here the men available on SmackDown that are not in a tag team. One, two, uh, Braun's not really available, but we'll say three. Daniel Bryan's not really available, but we'll say four, five, six, seven. Kane is still on SmackDown, huh? Eight. <laughs> Jesus. You've already used Lars Sullivan, so he's out. You've already used nine with Mustafa. Technically, Roman's ten. Oh James. my God, Ali! What's his face? Uh, Ali and uh, Cedric. Awesome. They're doing that. Yeah. And Ali's technically on Raw now. Yeah. Oh, it's well, he's showing on their roster, though. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Shorty G. So you got twelve guys to choose from because Blake and Cutler are a tag. Mm-hmm. Is it Morrison? You've got the New Day. You've got Tucker and Otis. I mean, tons of these guys are already tagged. Technically, Sami Zayn's pals with somebody already. Who? You know, the current tag team. Yeah, well, yeah, they haven't been playing up that anymore. They kind of um, abandoned him because he wasn't there. I understand that, but it's not a full breakup yet. Oh, but it's a full breakup. Come on now. It's going to be a full breakup, yes. 
So, um, so I think I've decided on my answer, and it's not going to be Elias. I thought hard about Elias, and then I was like, no, no, it's I not be- going to be Elias. I believe in you here. Um, you you would think I was going to go with Bo, but I'm not. I'm wow, not. I'm surprised. Okay. I'm going to go with the technical masterpiece of Drew Gulak. I, I see that one a little bit. I mean, and and he's a little more serious than Matt Riddle, so you can have their their odd couple pairing, which makes that kind of fun. Mm-hmm. That's kind yeah. of was my thought. So, and they're both phenomenal wrestlers. So, well, one of them is. <laughs> well, you know, only if your opinion counted. Sheesh. It uh, does to 38 people per episode. Hey, this is true. And if we were still doing weekly reviews and I could stay up late enough and handle that, which now that school started again, I think I, that would be easier to do. Um, if we did that on Wednesday nights again, I would like to point out to 118 people, my opinion mattered on April Fool's Day. <laughs> Maybe that's the fool's joke. <laughs> they're like, they're like, hey, let's go make Da Fabe think his opinion matters. <laughs> touche, touche. <laughs> let's go fuck with his mind. <laughs> well, still more people than wanted to fuck with you, bud. Oh, yeah, in, indeed. Apparently, I angered less people. <laughs> <laughs> but so so yeah i think we've made our four tag teams yep what's well, fun is you could almost mix those four names up and have four energy. different tag teams and they'd all be you know like like uh, the way i put them out here gender and robert rude actually could make a pretty decent tag team um i mean we've seen riddick moss and mojo raleigh before um you know, the, uh, the other piece to that is you can have an entertaining side story with all of those. Matt Matt Riddle and, and Dolph Ziggler as a team. The most entertaining story Matt Riddle told was in tag teams in NXT, where it was the side story of Timothy Thatcher and Matt Riddle, which, by the way, was a great match when they finally bust on each other. Um, and then uh, was it Jordan Devlin that was his tag partner? No, it was the Bruiserweight. 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 Yeah, they were the Bruiserweight. Yes, Bruiserweight. Pete. So anyway, yeah. I mean, Riddle does well in storylines with people who are annoyed by the fact. By, with people like me, maybe I should be his tag team partner <laughs> that are annoyed by Matt Riddle. That works. <laughs> yeah, I guess it works. That's, that's a valid point. Douche. 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 I would like to d- drive a Dosh. <laughs> no, no Ford Chevy. <laughs> I said that probably a dozen times today. <laughs> For those who are curious, I'm not actually a district attorney in real life. I work at a car dealership. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. No Ford Chevy. Chevy. Smart, you Okay. Yeah, your turn. So I, I just kind of came up with this. Off the top of my head, I had other thoughts going on, and then I was like, no, I like this idea. So this is kind of a, uh, off the cuff for me as well. But in the last year, with AEW around, and NXT, and WWE, and of course Impact and all that stuff, but AEW specifically, we've seen a trend for taking old-school gimmick matches and making new versions of them. Um, 
And of course, AEW doesn't own the trademarks to many of them. So if they want to do a uh, um, War Games, they can't call it War Games. They have to come up with a different name for it, so on and so forth. Wrestle. So, yeah. So what I want you guys to do is come up with the next old school gimmick match that AEW is going to AEWify and tell me what they would do. But you already said War Games. But it can't be War Games because they also were already about to do it before COVID hit. They had to postpone their War Games match. Okay. Um, I'll go first. Oh. AEW decides to do. <laughs> oh, this is so horrible. It's just the first one that popped in my head. I am not saying this is the best one, best option, but it buys JLB time to do something better than this. And God, I hope he does. Because yeah, you guys might, rem- might remember Earthquake versus Yokozuna having a thing, a little battle, a little discussion between Ta- John Tenta and Yoko, Mr. Anoy, Anoy, however you say it. Um, you ready for this? Mm. A sumo match. Oh. No ropes sumo match with Brian Cage and Wardlow. Okay. So how are they going to make it AEW-ified? Um, there will be just a bottom rope so that they <laughs> trip over the sumo, over the rope. And, of course, they can't strike or anything, but they can still wrestle in quotation marks, just no striking. Which for okay. those two would be an incredibly boring match. Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> I said it'd be horrible. I think that's moving in the wrong direction for them, but that's okay. <laughs> nah, they ain't going to get the million viewers for that particular show. Maybe that's that segment. I don't know. I was kind Here's of thinking. Here's the way you AEWify that. You wrap a rope around each of them, and they have to tug the other one out of the ring. Basically a tug-of-war sumo style. You're the first one to try and get out. Mm-hmm. A sumo style cage match. You have to throw the other one out of the cage. <laughs> I also kind of like that one. <laughs> it's it's going to be really hard. <laughs> How do we get them to the top of the cage? Going to have to lift them up. Uh, I know. They no. technically would be big enough so they can push them out. They can like just really like force them. In. Well, no, you can't do it with Wardlow and Thing. You have to go through the cage. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, you have to go through the cage. So you would just want to force their opponent through the cage, physically through the cage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is no way to do a sumo match in- enjoyably, is there? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's as close as it got right there. I mean, it, through it's almost cage. like if you had brought back Brawl for All. Oh, snap. Do it, JLB. <laughs> Called it Fight for Might. Only boxing. I mean, I was kind of... Kickboxing only. So I was considering two things, technically. I was considering a fight for life, which would have been literally, instead of it being boxing, MMA kind of style wrestling, uh, where it'd be like a brawl for all kind of deal. And I was thinking of they would make their rules a tad different. So in UFC, it's essentially uh, five-minute rounds. This would technically... First of all, the ring um, wouldn't be, the ring technically wouldn't be an octagon. It wouldn't even be like a a cage necessarily. It would be more of, it would only have two ropes. Okay. So two ropes on each side. Two ropes. Okay. So one on top and one on the bottom. The middle one is not there. So essentially it'd be a mix between 
Um, it's, it's MMA. So you can either try and submit your opponent or knock them out, or you can um, try and throw your opponent out of the ring via the middle rope that's not there. So kind of just chuck them out sort of ordeal. So it would force you to be like more wrestling based kind of, right? Because if he's trying to grab him and throw him, he would be like forcing himself on him and doing a move and it would be sort of MMA style. I was just trying to think how else I would, how I would make the rules necessarily. Because maybe, because it would be kind of quick too, right? Because you do have a lot of high flyers there. Not everyone is MMA based, uh, or else obviously uh, Hager would just win everything. Um, so that was one of my thoughts. I also was thinking of a different variation of um, a coffin kind of match, um, which would have. I don't know. I was thinking of coffins and I was thinking of Darby Allen and I was thinking of something spooky, but I was thinking of having like um coffin suspended on the top rope and how you would essentially I don't know. I was still kind of wondering. I was trying to think of something crazy that they might do. But like have okay, I'll have the coffin in the middle of the ring. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to do, but I was going to try to make it where you win by suspending the coffin, like, above, like, the ring sort of ordeal, and then somehow making it drop as, like, your punishment. So if you put the guy in the coffin, you suspend him in all the way, uh, not all the way at the top, but enough feet, and it essentially drops. It drops onto, I don't know, something. Kind of dangerous, kind of crazy, but it would certainly be AEW-ified, maybe a mix of CZW-ified. Um, but uh, I would definitely see Derby Allen versus, let's say, or even Joey Janela. Joey Janela versus uh, Dean Ambrose, or sorry, John Moxley, kind of, um, in that kind of style match. However, it might be a bit too dangerous. So those would be my two, technically. We have an MMA-style fight for life which is kind of a brawl for all, maybe make it two minute, two minute things, but it's also, you can throw your opponent out since there is no middle rope. Or if you want to just essentially quit, you can just kind of run out as well. Um, and yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what I've had at the top of my head. Okay. So now to clarify, you say kind of like brawl for all, but, but kind of not because you're not doing it as an entire shoot. Uh, actual MMA match that you know you have no control of the outcome because that's what kind of ruined Brawl for All now, isn't it? Right. Yeah. So I wouldn't have that because AEW wouldn't do that, right? It would be clearly still, um, uh, clearly still a storyline base, and I would not have Kenny Omega anywhere near it because uh, he clearly can't. Um, <laughs> he clearly uh, can't hold on to an entire. I don't know. He's not doing good with the women's division. So I wouldn't have Kenny Omega uh, try to fixate how that would go down. But um, yeah, definitely not a not a shoot. Not a shoot. That's what ruined the Brawl for All. And uh, Tony Khan would not have that ruined and be um, another Brawl for All 22 years later. Okay. Yes, sir. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Interesting. That was a crap challenge. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it turned pretty crap, didn't it? 
Yeah, my bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, it wasn't your bad. It was Smarks' bad. No, I still I think you guys had all sorts of opportunities to make it a good challenge. Give me uh, give me give me a give me one. Give me Um there were the four corner bullstrap matches that we talked about um months ago and how they could bring that back and do that well. Um yeah, but, but then you're doing the same thing. No, there there are still twists you can do on it. Oh, My okay. point is, you you guys both started with crappy matches and tried to make twists to make them good. I'm saying you take an old school gimmick match and you AEWfy it somewhere. So you start with something okay to start with. Um, but you guys both decided to start with the crap. Me me yeah. um, me me me. I say take bring back an old school gimmick match, and the first thing you think about is the sumo wrestling match. That's your problem, <laughs> not mine. Right. Our were clearly not flowing. Yeah, that's all I'm saying is there. There are a ton of old school matches that, heck, you could have decided to bring back the um, the hardcore championship inside the the um, auto wrecking yard that they did at WCW. No, no you never had back. Spring Stampede. No, no, it was Fall Brawl. I think. I don't know, but it was a eight. I don't think it was as bad as, uh, I mean, I've seen a lot worse now. And you could take that and turn it into something, or heck. I mean, there's been a whole bunch of uh, good old school gimmicks that you guys decided to totally ignore that aren't getting used right now. So, <laughs> you know. Three stages of hell. You totally could have brought that back and tried to make it really good. <laughs> heck, you could have tried to bring back the dog kennel match. Oh, snap. He's really just making fun of us now, isn't he? I am. Damn. I think I think that choice still would have been better than uh, we're going to do Brawl for All again, but not. Okay. Hey, you remember how much we hated the sumo wrestling match? Let's do that again. Only the same. Exactly the same. <laughs> just gonna do, we're going to add some ropes for them to trip over. <laughs> I'm a genius, aren't I? <laughs> know why you don't work for WWE. I feel like I should now. You actually probably should, actually. <laughs> oh, gee, golly. Jeez, Pete. Well, anyway. then your answers. Good for you, Snarks. I'm, I'm glad you have. I'm glad you were able to think about something before it wasn't off the cuff, you know, kind of like this whole thing's supposed to be set up. Mm-hmm. You had something figured out. I didn't have anything figured out for that at all. It was off the cuff. Yeah, whatever. You guys just sucked it off the cuff. Literally, I was typing it. I bet you if you play this back, you can hear me typing it while you guys were finishing up talking about tag teams. Yeah, whatever. Let's go ahead and move on to DA Fabes, because it's going to be so wonderful. (laughs) Wow. I'm paying homage to something we're doing already. So um, let's do that. Let's do one that's easier and more fun. Okay. Jeez. All right. So here's the deal. Um, As we all know, but our fans are clamoring to find out, we are doing a Patreon podcast this week. Um, At some point by week, I mean, it could be next Tuesday that it gets posted um but it is with regards to what is widely considered the best wcw pay-per-view of all time 
that pay-per-view was Starcade 1989. 1989 was a great year for WCW, in case people are curious. Um, they also had Wrestle War, which was really good then, too, um, as well as several other pay-per-views. But Starcade 1989 had a total of 12 wrestlers in 12 matches. They had um, four tag teams competing in a point-style tournament to be the best tag team. They had four individual wrestlers competing in a point-style tournament to be the rest, best individual wrestler. Um, Round-robin style. Do that with whatever promotion you choose. Raw is separate from SmackDown. NXT is separate from Raw and SmackDown. AEW, Impact, ROH, New Japan Pro. AEW, did I mention AEW? AEW. Choose whatever promotion you want. Use only those wrestlers. Create that tournament or that that pay-per-view. Just the wrestlers that are in it. You don't actually have to book through it. And individually create choose your promotion and the, the 12 wrestlers or the the four tag teams and the um, four individual wrestlers okay modern day today the rosters right now <laughs> injuries don't count those wrestlers are available okay so you, do you know do you know why I'm smiling right now you can't see I'm smiling but do you this know is why great I'm for AEW this is fantastic for AEW the real reason I'm smiling is because you guys don't realize that this was actually the challenge I was going to do and I chose to do the other one because someone had mentioned before we went on air that their challenge was going to be related to the Patreon podcast and I didn't want to steal their challenge well, if you wanted to steal my challenge, you should have done it. I, I opened the door, but thank you. Here's See? my hug. From Here's my long-distance hug. You are welcome. So I'm going to start off because I'm going to steal AEW. You also wanted to bo- book this really, really bad. And since well, you thought it might be a thing, you were like, oh, I could book uh, that. That would be a fairness, fun. I was going to do just the singles wrestlers, but uh, it still would have changed yours entirely. So we will do... Um, AEW, because I'm going to steal that from JLB. Ha ha. Which makes the tag team stuff a lot harder. So, for me... I don't even think you have to look at a roster for AEW. Yeah, what are you doing? (laughs) And I don't think you do for NXT if you watch NXT regularly. Uh, I definitely don't. I couldn't do NXT. Okay. So, for my four singles wrestlers, we're going to start off with Hangman. Okay. Um, just out of curiosity, what role does he play in this? Is he is he the most popular wrestler? Is he the, obviously he's not the world champion? He he is going to yeah, a popular wrestler. He's he's the baby face of the whole bunch. That uh, he's Sting effectively. He's Sting, yes. Okay. Um, and there aren't three other titles, that, but I think you have to have the world the most popular and the world champion. Obviously, in this, I think. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think uh, if we're if we're definitely doing that, we're gonna have Moxley in it, of course, because uh, I'm setting it in current AEW. Yep. Um, would have been fun if it was Jericho still champion, though, huh? Yeah, it would have been. Um, I'm debating on the last two. I'm trying to decide which way I want to go. Um, no, I think I'm going to keep him out of it. As much as I want to put him in it, I really want to put Omega in it. Wow. But, uh, Leaving Omega out. Of course, he hasn't really been super relevant for 
I think I think we're going to see him become super relevant in the singles division here in the next couple months. Yeah. I think that's what they're dealing with. But um, but in reality, for this sort of a thing, part of what I, this uh, presents is the ability to potentially show off some of the up and comers. Sure. Um, and and it's I not used, what it did on that. It's not did back then. No, they used all established names. But I think in modern times, it does a whole lot to show off up and comers. Um, and and that's where uh, I think. And I'm using the air quotes around up and comers because anyone who's really watched him over the years knows Joey Janela. But uh, I think from from a showing off a wrestler. He's the the exact type that this would really do good to show off. Show him in a couple different matches in a row, um, so he can show off some different style. And he's just not the hardcore guy. Okay. Um, and then the final one, I think we need we need a heel in this. Um, what exactly? No, this is this is just the, the four man part of the sermon. Yeah. Oh. Singles part, and then I'm gonna do tag teams next. Okay. Uh, the one I really want to put in there can't make it to the United States right now, and I'm trying to really pretend like we're doing it right now, so I'm not gonna put him in it. Um, but just so you know, I really want to put Pac. Um, uh, he's uh, like, opportunity. give me what I want, give me what I want, but right now. He can't make it to the United States, and I'm pretending that we're doing it right now. For I don't know some stupid fucking reason in my head. Because um, I said it earlier, actually, that would probably be the primary stupid reason. Yeah. So we'll do Penta for the last one, which which really is fun because it takes Penta out of the tag tournament part of. Um, or it makes him have to be in eight mat or six matches for the evening. Indeed, it potentially could, um, but but I'm gonna say no. He's not gonna be triple dipping it, uh, quadruple dipping it, oct- octuple dipping it. I, I triple dog dare ya. No, no, you don't. Okay, so for tag teams, um, I think I don't necessarily think we need the tag champions in this match. I think you could even set it up as the winner of this tag tournament gets a shot at the tag champions without having the tag champions necessarily in it. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking that. But so I am going to start off with uh, my favorite tag team in AEW right now. Best friends. Best friends. Uh, <coughs> which then means you can still have Orange Cassidy on the show, just not actually wrestling. Um, we will also put in, um, um, the the sex gods, because that gets us, uh, Jericho on this card. Nice. Um, I don't know if he's got it in him to do four matches in a night or three matches in a night, but we're going to find out. Um, I think... Trying to decide what there are some fun ones that I'm like, ooh, I should really do that, but then I'm like, nah, no. Um, we'll put the uh, FTW 
champion. Jericho wasn't on it before. No, he wasn't. But my point is, this would put him on it instead of in, because we talked about having him in the singles. Uh, oh, okay. I get what you're saying. This puts him on it in the tag match. But and he F- has some Sammy, which is good. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to have uh, Team FTW represented with uh, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Not currently wrestling much as a tag team, but I think they could make a uh, interesting tag team. So, and then Jurassic Express. Interesting how you didn't have either of the uh, the Matt and Nick Jackson. Yeah, I I debated on it. My only, in my mind, my only use for having the Young Bucks on this would be to put over the other teams. Um, But I kind of decided that with this layout, uh, we didn't need them to put over the team. Like, if Jurassic Express gets a win over Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, that feels like a big win there. If Jurassic Express gets a win over the Sex Gods, that feels like a big win. You know what I mean? So so I kind of figured... I also thought about putting uh, uh, the worst team ever... That's trying to make a play on their stupid slogan. Uh, SCU in it, but I didn't. The tag teams were actually the harder one, I think, to choose for for this particular AEW. <laughs> because they're so loaded with tag teams. Yeah. Because, I mean, like you said, I left out the Young Bucks. I left out FTR. Um, I left out uh, Private Party. You left out John Silver. I left out John Silver and Alex Reynolds. I also left out the other members of the Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. You also uh, left out the leader of the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Yep, the individuals. Left, yep, and the individuals. I also left out the Hybrid 2, Team Hybrid 2, whatever, Jack Evans and, and Helico. Um, I left out Austin Gunn and Billy Gunn. I left out the initiative, Brian Cutler and the librarian, Peter Avalon. I left out Butcher and Blade. You know, there's a lot of tag teams. I left, I left out Dustin Rhodes and and uh, Marshall. Marshall, yeah. Um, technically, Joey. I had Joey Janela in the singles, but I left out Joey Janela and uh, Sonny Kiss for the tag team division. Um, so there's a lot, lot of tag teams that I left out because we really could have done an entire pay-per-view of just tag matches and yeah. still had some room That's left over. That's not a bad idea for them. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> but, so we will move on to let JLB try to do this particular challenge. Okay, so how many people were I picking exactly, though? Because I was still confused by that. Four people, four teams. Four, four, yeah, four individuals, four tag teams. So if I go Raw, I have to stick to Raw or I can go Raw or SmackDown? You have to stick to Raw. Stick to Raw, okay. Which Uh, which um, means you have to make up some tag teams because Raw does not have them. Four tag teams. Okay, so just for fun, bring the superstar list for So just for fun, I'm going to do Raw. Oh my gosh. You haven't looked at the roster yet, have you? (laughs) No going to do that right now that's you might use the whole roster raw's roster is very thin that's why it's not as good a show right now just for fun i'm gonna do raw looks at roster just for fun i'm gonna do nxt (laughs) (laughs) um wow yeah um no i could i could do raw okay 
So, um, four wrestlers. So the four wrestlers. So this this challenge is for what though? I just never got. It's just a pay per view, basically picking four wrestlers. Two round robin tournaments. Oh, okay, fair. So, oh well, yeah. Okay, so I am getting. I, but I, I like the Roth people that we would get. I'm just not sure if I'm putting them in tag team or if I'm going to... Okay. So right off the bat, we are doing Akira Tozawa because he deserves better. In the individuals tournament? In the individuals tournament, yeah. Mine's going to be a, a flip-de-do sort of kind of style with a lot of these wrestlers. Um, and I would love to see him go up against Aleister Black because I think that would be fun. If you allow Akira to actually wrestle and do what he does on NXT, um, then I do think that would be fun. I mean, in fairness, he's going to wrestle all three of the other single stars. So, you know, keep that in mind. But that's why I'm also bringing um, Samoa Joe into the mix as my next wrestler for Raw. Because I think no matter who they face, that's all going to be a good time Um, with... Yeah, because Alistair Black and Samoa Joe, especially, I feel like that would be a crazy match. They both have like uh, a lot of. You are going to have the world champion in this, right? WWE champion. Drew? You're saying if I'm going to have Drew in this? Well, yeah, it's a pay per view, dude. So? Doesn't mean I have to have Drew in it. Um... (laughs) I mean, I guess in fairness, you could have Drew involved in some way without him actually being. Yeah, this could, this could be for you have to get to me sort of deal. Um, but hold on. Okay, well, I don't know, but am, am I doing it? Am I was that was that your whole? Uh, you know, I I think stakes, it, stakes are up to you. Yeah. I just right now you have you have a very yeah his no it, no accomplishments tournament here his argument is you're still having to sell a pay-per-view off of this and so yeah. do you think people are gonna turn tune in for a pay-per-view of samoa joe tozawa and alistair black um slash one more person slash one more person well seth rollins is gonna be the next guy so that's who's you're gonna be one of the main mon- um, mon- monarchies for that um I also would love to see Edge and Dolph Ziggler as a tag team. So that's a tag team I would put together. Because uh, Edge Just is technically injured. You can get any dumber. You go off and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> I think that would be... I, I really like Edge, Dolph Ziggler. I like that idea. The Ziggle, the, the, the Ziggle Edge. I don't know. Zedge. Uh, they, Zedge. Actually sell, they actually sell ringtones. Yeah. Hashtag still not sponsored. Nope, that's it. Yeah, at this point, uh, we'd take a Zed sponsorship. Send yeah. us some free ringtones. We'll, we'll be fine with that. We'll sponsor <laughs> Straight up. Um, Umberto Carrillo and Mustafa Ali. That might not sell, but I would love to see those two together. This is more of just a my dream pay-per-view, <laughs> I guess. I don't care about the fans. If it gets one buy, it's just going to be me, and I'm happy. <laughs> wow. Um, Street Profits. You are gonna have no, no, not no, 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 the no sure. title pay per view. No, 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 it's gonna be for sure. It's gonna be Street Profits um, as one of the people, and I also would like to put Apollo Cruz and Andrade together. You see what I'm doing here? I told you it's fifty twos for reasons. And these are 
people with for reasons and, and these are people with 50 dudes who have actual talent so i actually think oh i didn't put i would have loved to have seen murphy in this too uh uh hold on okay we take uh, another segment after this so we're not closing the show with this no definitely not closing with this um and then yeah i don't know guys i'm just not creative today um (laughs) this is really creative it won't sell but it's very creative yeah no it's super creative look what i get this 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 is what this makes me think of and maybe it would sell here's why it might sell because somebody somewhere once upon a time said we should put a footstool next to the toilet so it's easier to shit (laughs) and they invented the squatty potty yes so this is that's that's your saving grace here is you're making a footstool next to a toilet hopefully this shit works squatty potty pay-per-views deserve better (laughs) yeah i i'm still saying uh i think my paper pay-per-view with hangman page versus moxley uh in the main event slot final match for for it would probably outdraw uh, yeah, if these were on the same night, pretty sure, pretty sure you don't sell single, single pay-per-view JLB. Oh, oh, guys, guys, guys! So you picked up, you, you you picked up the wrong drink. You were supposed to pick up the Gatorade, but you ended up, you done did it. You went to go and pick up the Haterade. I told you, I wanted you guys should drink Gatorade. Gatorade, guys, one job, and uh, and that's it. Drop the mic. I'm out. H2O. You didn't do a fourth tag team. You only did three. No, Maybe I did. Profits? No, Profits and then in Cruz and Andrade. Oh, that's right. That's right. Pushed them together, so. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I don't necessarily think my four tag teams were the best choices overall, but I still think I win the tag team side, too. Well, you win the tag team side by default. I mean, wow. he chose Raw. This is the problem with not looking at the roster before you pick this this battle. Because SmackDown's the stronger roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because I said that, I will force myself to do a SmackDown one because it's a lot easier to do. Because <laughs> you know the four individual stars would obviously be. Well, I don't want to have the Fiend in this. Like I don't know why, but I don't want him in it. So I would have Braun, uh, Roman. Uh, Baron Corbin and I'm not looking at a roster right now so uh, this will take me a second I can look at a roster right now I'll just cheat who would my you cheated you had to look at the raw roster to be able to put that many tag teams together hate is gonna hate hate is gonna hate hate is gonna hate alright so Roman Strowman hey that rhymes ha exciting um Te- technically, it's Roman, flash. Strowman, Corbin. So you got the ends continuing. Yeah. Mm. Huh? Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm. AJ. It was easy. Just had to get to the page. The and then it tags. <laughs> what? It was literally the first entrant. <laughs> it is. And then it tags. I'm going to do Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak is one. I'm going to do Cesaro Shinsuke. My page froze, so that's fun. <laughs> Good lord. WWE thinks they have to make all their stuff like fancy schmancy. Just make it basic, man. It's fine. Or, you know, just maybe get yourself a basic good computer. No, 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 no. You can't hear the crickets right now? I'm outside, bud. 
Uh, yes, <laughs> we can hear the crickets. Crickets of me not doing anything. Miz and Morrison. Um, and I'll even hold myself to current tag teams and make it uh, Color Blake. I totally forgot which, about them. Which brings Jackson Riker out to the ring, which is fun. Yeah, that's uh, going to be super popular right now. Forgotten Sons. Oh, I just got your joke. That was funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so those were the SmackDown would have been considerably easier than Raw. Oh, for sure. But I like to give myself a challenge. Well, if you if you're gonna give yourself a challenge, do ROH. Then you'd have to look up a roster just the same. At least there would have been some names on it. But but then I'd be guessing a whole bunch of names. <laughs> this guy's name sounds cool. He's gonna team with this guy because his name sounds horrible, and they'll be called the opposite destruction. Yeah. Why not? So that probably would have been horrible. He'd just go down alphabetically. He'd be like, uh, to start <laughs> off, you have Alex Shelley uh, teaming with Bandito, um, and then it would be Bateman teaming with the Beer City Bruiser. And then uh, Brian Johnson teaming with uh, Brian Malonis. And um, is that four teams yet? Did no. he see land yet? Uh, he's he's in um, Impact. Impact, but I don't think he signed a, like, a long-term contract or an exclusive okay. contract. You just so, said Bateman, yeah. and I immediately thought of EC3. So. Yeah. They, uh, he, he is currently the holder, but not winner, of the TNA heavyweight champion he stole it from moose stole it from moose yep um that's right okay apparently on impact tonight um i didn't get to watch it yet but i saw the clip of it moose was backstage and uh he's angry jericho yeah he's angry so he had to call up his friend who knows what it's like to have a title stolen from him and and he calls up le champion oh really yeah there's a whole clip. I think I shared it with you guys uh, where he, he's talking to, to them. He says, next case of bubblies on me and stuff yeah. like that. He, he never specifically says Jericho, but he calls him the demo god. <laughs> things like that. It was kind of yeah. funny. It was entertaining, at least. Yes, it was. Anyway. Anywho. Well, that was fun until somebody decided to pick the smallest roster in, roster in all of professional wrestling. <laughs> well, we'll get back There's to like having 22 active wrestlers on Raw's roster right now. That's horrible. Yeah. Well, Raid. Raid Shadow Legends? Hashtag still not sponsored. Te- technically, there's like 50 wrestlers if you count Retribution, who is just a whole bunch of people. We don't know who they are yet. We have speculation, but I don't think WWE even knows who they are yet true but we will move on to something that maybe will be more fun question mark um we're it's our lovely game of ring of honor aew or impact we're gonna each submit a list of three wwe wrestlers that the others need to relocate to a different company i'm gonna start off the first round choices are r-truth titus o'neill and mr drew gulak who's been mentioned a whole lot on this show after not being mentioned at all for months <laughs> serendipity <laughs> oh that's valid um so black dubs because i feel like he would fit well there because not black <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> 
I'm just saying you had two black wrestlers that you could have put to AEW and diversified them. And that, still kind of works. that still kind of works because clearly AEW is not doing good on the whole showcasing of minorities and wrestling card. So, in fairness, he's not wrong. So, yeah, no, it, it's it's nothing to be mean. I'm it, I'm just giving the facts. <laughs> it's something AEW is taking a little bit of heat for in the Twitter sphere. Um, R-Truth's already been an impact. I mean, he named it the Asylum for crying out loud. Um, but I would be curious to see Titus O'Neil on impact. Maybe he can try and recover his career. I don't know. I feel like I'm like, because I never see him wrestle anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, he hasn't wrestled in the longest time. And then I do watch a match of his. and I'm like, oh, man, he was bad. I'm like, but was it just this match? I don't have many matches to compare it to. So I can't really remember if Titus O'Neil actually was decent in the ring. Are you kidding? Any- he was on Raw Underground this week. He got beat up by Braun Strowman. But, you know, it's the thought this of This is him. what happens when you touch Vince on the arm. Yeah. Because it's chivalry. I did like that whole Braun Strowman. I forgot the guy's name, but that would be like pretty awesome to see. Just maybe not on Raw Underground, maybe in like a legit match, but I would still like to see that go down. So we'll see that next week on Raw Underground. What's the guy's name? Daba Kato. (laughs) And he was like a big rest. He was a big indie guy, no? Um, I don't know how much he did on the Indies. He was in NXT under the name Baba Tunde for a long time. Oh, okay. So maybe that's kind of remember him from. This is still NXT days, like within the last three years. Uh, apparently, Baba Tunde is his real name. He is a Polish former American football player. Polish? Apparently. I thought he was like Samoan or something. Nope, he was born in Poland. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of the city in Poland, but, uh, but yeah, born in Poland. So Davakato is from where? Poland. You sure he's not from the Caribbean? He is not from the Caribbean. Not Tur- Turks and Caicos? No, definitely not Turks and Caicos. Um, he, I mean, I don't know uh, how close... Olesnik Rokla Poland is to Turks and Caicos, um, but I know how far Poland just in general is from Turks and Caicos, so I'm going to say no, he's not. That's sad. Of all of these hashtag not sponsored jokes uh, in this episode, uh, if we could just get sponsored by the tourism board of Turks and Caicos. (laughs) um, With all we really want is a trip. Yes. Back to our old stomping grounds of Turks and Caicos. <laughs> yeah. I, miss, I miss my auntie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, it just the the smell of the sea breeze and the feel of the Turks and Caicos sand on my toes <laughs> take me back to childhood. Preferably sometime outside of November to June. Yeah, I don't know. Even November to June would probably be... Uh, uh, we, just fine in Turks isn't and Caicos. Isn't that hurricane season, or is it June to November? I don't care. Even I, I'd write out a hurricane in Turks and Caicos. Just to be home. Just, yep, to, be just home. to be home. Yep. Oh my god, that's like a perfect commercial. <laughs> Why do I go to Tur- Turks and Caicos? Just to be home. I would write out a t- hurricane in Turks and Caicos. <laughs> Anyways... Yeah, babe, what's your choices? R-Truth, Titus O'Neil, and Drew Gulak. <laughs> Sorry, I just 
when the opportunity comes up to talk about Turks and Caicos, I can't help myself. This brings back so many fond memories. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when we met good old R-Truth there. Yes, R-Truth and Turks and Caicos. He only lived there for a wee bit, though. You know, I, I do think that's where he, he decided to start, you know, wanting to be like his childhood hero, though. Yeah, I mean, I remember many a night sitting around the campfire at Turks and Caicos telling stories of the latest episode of Raw where his hero John Cena wrestled. <laughs> Some might say it was, we used to call it Turktastic. It was just Turktastic. Absolutely Turk-tastic. unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, that uh, truth such as, has such a good way with words. He could really paint a picture. I could almost see the matches. I mean, I couldn't see the wrestler in the match, but I could see the match. Because John was there. Because it was John. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) My lord. The ridiculousness that is this episode is so fantastic. It falls apart at the end. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I... I I think that there is too many Gulak-esque personalities on AEW. Barring the whole race thing, I, I do want a comedic personality, which both of the other two do better than Gulak. Um, I think a good comedic personality could uh, could carry, could take AEW a lot of long ways. And and I personally, right now, do not believe that there's a better comedic wrestler than than our truth, and he's been that for a very long time. The only one that even comes close is Drake Maverick. So. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take our truth to AEW. Yeah, I would like to. Um, see actually, yeah. Yeah, the the feuds, the the se- the segments on the side would be fantastic. He could bring, he, he couldn't bring back little Jimmy, I'm sure, but he could bring back what? little. It'd be medium sized James. <laughs> I mean, he's grown, so. Yeah, he's older now. Or it could be little Johnny. <laughs> yeah. No. You are my hero, little Johnny. <laughs> Everybody acts like they can't see you, but I can see you. Yeah, this stuff writes itself. Yeah, and honestly, creative. Just think of all the creative stuff that he had to come up with. You know, and making his own. Whatever he's he's a rapper. He likes to rap, but he uh, implemented that into his character, and he made his own song and so on. And it got also owns the rights to What's Up. So, oh snap, nice because it was on his album. So he can do that if he wants to. So um, that's probably why he doesn't get as much TV time now, or the fact that he's like 55. Doesn't really matter. It would be really entertaining to have him in AEW. Um, few things excite me more than the idea of a Titus O'Neil in an Ultimate X match, um, just for the botchery that would occur. Um, however, I am not going to put <laughs> Titus O'Neil to Impact, and I would put Gulak there because of their their their. I don't want to say lightweight division, but they're light heavyweight division. They're, they're flip-de-doo type guys. Gulak is not a flip-de-doo type guy, but he's sized the same as them. So he would be the new Dean Malenko-esque character in that in that type of division. And I think the, the X division. Um, and I think there's just something to be said for uh, WCW spent a lot of years having the only good cruiserweight or lightweight division because they allowed more than just one style of wrestling in that. Um, and I think Gulak could really give a lot to that X division. Um, so I, 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 that's where I would go with that. Um, 
and and I think Titus O'Neil has a lot to offer in terms of either um, if he gets creative with that management style. We've talked numerous times about the smarts and I have, and I think JLB's been on a couple of those conversations. We'd love to see him have his own uh, faction that he's the manager for, and he gets just generic ass sponsorships from local crowds and i think that that roh is a place where you could do that and it would really be hilarious and a lot of fun um so i'm actually going two out of three of those with because of their comedic abilities uh bringing that i i just don't i don't know that that titus o'neill concept works well in AEW. i do know that if they had our truth uh, come in with that concept that would work really well and I do know I'd love to see Drew Gulak in the X Division so mm. that's where I'm going with those okay so who wants How to go first for it, Smarks? I'm just curious uh, me I, I probably would have gone pretty similar to to what you did I think R-Truth brings the most to AEW really um because yeah, he's, he's a good wrestler too, right? He's, like, yeah, he's not... a very good wrestler. He's also got a ton of charisma, which I think AEW uh, could use really well. The the other ones could go either way. I mean, Titus O'Neil in, in Impact could be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, it could. You know, Especially Titus O'Neil versus Moose. Moose. Moose can talk already. Yep. You know, yeah. Or, or against Moose. Against Moose. Some big yeah, hot. either of those. And I think Drew Gulak at one point actually wrestled in Ring of Honor, so it could be kind of a homecoming for him if we did it that way. But like you say, him in the X Division would be phenomenal too, so I could go either way. you imagine him throwing a, a hissy fit or just being upset about having to be in an Ultimate X match because it requires climbing? Yeah. Oh, it'd just be so good. But. So good. Like, Dean would have, ne- would have never done that, but their styles are very similar. Mm-hmm. And they're both serious, so if I could be serious for a moment. Hey. That would be a great, great uh, three-man group to have. Lance Storm, uh, Dean Malenko, and Drew Gulak all together. Gulak bringing out his his, uh, PowerPoint presentations. Oh, my God. Lance Storm, if we could be serious for a moment, Drew, here comes the PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) All, all about all thousand holds. <laughs> Dean, Dean walks out of the ring just shaking his head because <laughs> he's not gonna talk. No, <laughs> be, that would be a lot of fun. Too bad that they weren't all in the same era. Too bad we never saw Dean Malenko and Lance Storm tag team. That'd be a great tag team. That would have been a phenomenal. Oh. Tag team. You know. We could think back to our days in Turks and Caicos and dream of <laughs> watch that. Just so everyone knows, though, uh, hurricane season in Turks and Caicos is actually June 1st through November 30th. But okay, so I had hurricanes, it Yep. But most hurricanes hit in August and September. So in reality, you know, we're probably to the point now that it would be perfect tourism time to go to Turks and Caicos. Uh you have three people who live above the north of the Mason-Dixon line. You want to send us to Turks and Caicos, the tourism board of Turks and, Turks and Caicos? Send us in January. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. <laughs> Straight up. It will be turnstastic. Anywhere. <laughs> you, know, you could do even late December. Um, yeah, just probably. after Christmas. Yeah, late December through end of February would be prime season for us. 
So Sparks um, and I will both dress like Santa. We will. We'll, yeah. Dude, you guys get us tickets to Turks and Caicos, man. I'll dress however you want me to. Those were the days. Ah, uh, Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Turks and Caicos every seven years. It what? They only hit every seven years, so, you know. They come oh. close sometimes, but they only typically hit about every seven years, so. Cool. Uh, that's why I don't remember too many hurricanes from my childhood in Turks and Caicos. <laughs> just, just three of them. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, moving on. What's your challenge? <laughs> oh, is it me? I'll, I'll do this. That's fine. Um, I mentioned somebody. Do you remember who I was mentioning on, on WBU? Mm, no. I said no. I had to remember for, for Tuesday. Nope. Crap. I don't remember what we talked about on WBU. I can go next if you want to think about it. Go for it. We talked about Rob being really boring and forgettable. So yes, that was we true. apparently forgot everything. <laughs> we also mentioned that we would forget that episode. Yep. Here we are. <laughs> um, so my guys are going to be uh, theme-wise is going to be NXT top brands-ish. So we got Keith Lee, Karrion uh, Cross, and Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, and Alistair. Uh, no, not NXT top. Yeah, Alistair Black, because he was a top guy at one point. Oh, okay. You're talking has been at some point. Yeah. Say Keith Lee's on Raw, but no, no, for sure. With the Owen Hart attire, did you guys not notice that? Yep. I for did after somebody sent me a meme of it today. Yep. Yep. Who could have done that? Mm. Uh, okay, this is going to be easy for me just because uh, you guys all know how much I really wanted Karrion Cross, aka Killer Cross, in AEW. So, Karrion Cross to AEW gets to go back to being a killer again. Um, Keith Lee in uh, Impact because the chance, the chances of putting him up against Moose. Um, or just a ton of fun there. Or have him win the X Division title because he can do yep. all the flip changes too. He can do all that. And then have <laughs> Willie Mack challenge for it. Keith Lee versus Willie Mack would be fun. Um, and then uh, Alistair Black can go back to being Tommy End and go to Ring of Honor and have a ton of fun there. Oh, so it was easy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, now it's harder because DA Fabe's like, how do I do it differently? Yeah. Yeah, um, golly, I, uh, I would suggest that Alistair Black's character is dark enough for Impact. I would also suggest Impact maybe doesn't need another dark character. Um, boy, I'm going to put Alistair Black on AEW. Ah, geez, they got the Dark Order. Keith Lee on AEW because Brian Cage, because Wardlow, because launching other wrestlers into the crowd because all of those things that Keith Lee can do um, just sell something different on oh AEW. Mark Stunt is going to be like out of the building. <laughs> Marco Stunt has just landed in the back of FTR's truck. <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Have it happen at the beginning of the show and then show him get out of it at the end. <laughs> Oh, it'd uh, be cheesy. It'd be wonderful. So Keith, Keith Lee to uh, AEW. Um, I I hate to put Killer Cross back, but I think I'm gonna put him back. I, I 
I think Impact could use him. And that means that Aleister Black is not where... I, I struggle a little bit here more than more than Smarks did because I don't I don't like any of them in ROH. Um, but Aleister Black's been dominant in ROH before, so I guess that's where we'll put him. Um, I just think I think Karrion Cross is more of a natural fit for going home than Aleister Black is. But that's it. Okay. I don't All like right. it. I don't I don't like either any of those guys going to ROH. Not that there's anything wrong with ROH. I just don't like any of those particular guys in ROH. Yeah, that's it. They all can be heavily used in either AE dubs or Impact uh, yeah. in a better fashion than how at least Keith Lee's being used on Rob and how <laughs> uh, Alistair Black is being used on Rob. Um, I, I did enjoy the Kevin Owens match that he had with him. Uh, on yeah, I'm Rob. digging that. I'm digging that. That's kind of cool. But yeah, I don't know. They've just as ever since he left NXT though, he's kind of just been stranded. After the whole on Raw thing, where like he was always in that room and come knock at my door or whatever, like that was kind of cool. But then that, they, I personally think that ruined him. Mm. I don't. That I think his call up ruined him. I think it was just done wrong. And then yeah. have him partner, have him partner with Ricochet, and then and then oh, we're done with that. <laughs> I don't know. So Kudos I'm going to use. Go ahead. Everybody, what? I just said kudos with Rick. Kudos to Ricochet because this guy just gives whatever is handed to him and just goes with the flow. You know what I mean? Like I've totally forgot he yeah. teamed up with Alistair. Um, yeah, he teamed up with Alistair Black. Totally forgot about that. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and challenge you guys to European-born wrestlers. So we're gonna use Sheamus, Cesaro, and Drew McIntyre. <sighs> Do, do, do. So, um, Drew McIntyre's already spent time in Impact, so I'm not going to throw him there. I don't know if he did any time in Ring of Honor. I think he did. McIntyre was an Impact. Yep, but he, under Drew Galloway, his real name, um, he was Impact World Champion for a while. I think TNA World Champion. I think twice he took it off of Bobby Roode. I think he took it off Bobby Roode there, and I think he took it off him in NXT. Yep. So, so I, so I don't want to put him back in Impact. So I think Drew McIntyre to AEW, even though that just reeks of take the guy from WWE and put him in AEW. Um, that's the rules of this game. Of so, yeah, yeah, that's literally <laughs> every time we play this game. Yeah, take but the it's... guy from WWE and put him in Impact. So I'm gonna put Kushida, or not? Yeah, not Kushida. Am I right on that? No, the the guy that that uh, had the great matches with Kenny Omega in New Japan. Oh, um, yeah, you forgot. Okada, too. there you go. Okada, Got I'm it. gonna during this this I'm just gonna put Okada in AEW, which by the way is also the other storyline. Just take the guy from New Japan and put him in AEW. But yep. anyways, so Drew McIntyre to AEW, um, Sheamus to. Sheamus to Impact. Who was the other one again? Cesaro? Cesaro. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, oh, jeez. I'm going to mix it up because Cesaro actually had a run in Ring of Honor under Claudio Castagnoli. So I'm going to put, I'm gonna put the, Cesaro. He's beat uh, Daniel Bryan for the world championship there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put Cesaro in Impact and Sheamus in Ring of Honor. 
just to mix things up a bit. Fair enough. And I don't think Sheamus has been in either of them. I don't believe so. Have hey, JLB. We, Did have we lose him? We lost to JLB? We might have. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. There is. There oh, okay, is, there, there he is. is. Um, like, I hate this challenge. <laughs> no, so... Hmm. So I would really love to see Cesaro in AEWs. I think that'd be fun. I think you'd mentioned that before. Doing Did I like do this challenge? No, not this challenge. Oh. <laughs> but in the past, I think you've said it during other challenges that we had Cesaro in. For sure. Technically, we also had Keith Lee. You guys said the same thing about Moose. I just didn't mention anything. Thanks for letting us know we're recycling there, uh, Fabe. Hey, some, some, some ideas just fit. Yeah, gosh, time. exposing the business. <laughs> and hey, recycling's a good thing. We're, we're, we're caring for the people and we're telling people good information. Oh, you recycled that already. So what's wrong with recycling? It's you're doing good for the environment. Oh, it would work. We're, prov- we're promoting a good message. This is to AEW. I said it before and I'll say it again. Give me what I want. Um, so that would wow, be fair. you just had an argument with yourself. That was incredible. That's that's what I do. That's what I do. That's what I look for. Um, it's it's yeah. funny. It's real, folks. It's <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, okay, so Drew McIntyre. What do I got? I got Drew McIntyre and I got Seamus. Yep. I think Shay. Mm, but I don't feel like Drew. Drew McIntyre has been in Aida in uh, ROH. No, he was short-lived. I think that was the first landing place after his release, and then he went to Impact later on just uh bring him to roh see what it can do especially how he's built now he's a totally different wrestler um you know new physique i don't know any of the wrestlers in roh aside from um mr machismo if he's still there yeah he is not he's not the premium piece of that that real estate though who's there like tall tall top guy there like the guy with a lot of muscle and and don't you dare tell me pco i swear to god <laughs> coronavirus sorry mm. oh holy cow get the corona drink the corona <laughs> well just move t- forward <laughs> if you're talking big guys uh ring of honor's got a bunch of large people but you're probably more thinking someone i mean bully ray was was a really well-known name in ring of honor most of their guys are smaller for the most part i guess jay briscoe um i'd love to see the briscoe brothers move yeah it would be they'd be tons of fun Um, can you imagine them in aew's tag division it's ftr what up Mm-hmm. West um, oh. or even if they could go up against the Motor City Machine Guns, which has happened before in Impact. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, PJ Black is fairly big, but I don't know. Roosh is fairly, fairly big. I guess that Beer City Bruiser is huge. I could enjoy a, 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 a Bully Ray versus Drew match. I think maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I could. And, I, uh, I mean, Jeff Cobb versus uh, Drew McIntyre would be a heck of a match. It It's easier to get excited about small guys in ROH. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also easier to get excited about women in ROH than it is big dudes. Well, I would hope so. 
God, I feel like I feel like Jerry Lawler just got on this show with us. <laughs> Joe Hendry's music, play Joe Hendry's music, play Joe. Sorry, I just saw Joe Hendry and it reminded me of his theme song. And Joseph Connors. Thanks. <laughs> Taking this off the prior subject. Okay, so Drew's going to ROH and Seamus to Impact. Exactly. So we're done. Let's end this podcast now. Because <laughs> Oh. Yes, we we Why have we passed our expiration. Note. Yeah, we should make him go first every time from now on. <laughs> For everything. So, so that will bring us to the end of this, though. Make sure, like I said before, to follow us on whatever uh, platform you use. Click the subscribe or follow or like or whatever button they have on there. Just so you get notified whenever we post new episodes. Uh, subscribe to us and follow us on uh, social media. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K. Fabe. And of course, JLB is... At JLB420, Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8, anchor.fm slash RTR. I'm going to promote a website that I have not even updated for since I got the dot online, but Real Talk Radio dot online, it is there. So if you want to see a basic site with not much on it, take a look there. Hopefully it will be updated in the future. And uh, I got week five of the Big Brother podcast uh, recap, uh, week five of uh, the Big Brother recap up. If uh, there's any reality Big Brother fans don't want to hear nothing from the peanut gallery, I am out. Those are my follows, my doobly dooskies. And um, yeah, that's it. Yep. And then just make sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts if you use that. Rate us five stars, just like the number of aneurysms Jim Cornette had watching Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He didn't have any aneurysms watching All Out because, I don't know, the only matches that he could have ended in someone nearly dying. Oh. And then my most of And then um, you can find our Wix site in the pinned tweet or in the doobly-doos for this note. You can also head on over to our merch store, shop.spreadshirt.com slash rawandorderwbu. See all the merch that we have there. We're adding new stuff all the time. Um, so great stuff there. And then we mentioned our Patreon before, patreon.com slash rawandorderwbu. Check us out there uh, and become a patron and support us that way. So, On that note, though, we will close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. We will see you soon. Thanks for listening.